Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, Georgie, the Beast of Lake George, but who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. In my hometown, there always seemed to be one guy who had been in the town forever. They grew up there. They graduated from high school. They made a one away to college, but they came back and their faces were all over billboards and bus stops and just really everywhere. And it was the real estate guy. And I'm not saying just one individual because it seemed to be a lot of different people. And I learned that as I went to different towns, those towns had that exact same person. So it's kind of like a hometown ritual. The good news is, though, in my hometown, there was no like human observational experiments going on by some unknown entity that led to a lot of death. It was mostly just selling two and three bedroom homes in Metro Detroit. So that's great. So I don't have to go through that. And the real estate guy in my hometown didn't have to go through that either. But this week's guest did have to go through something similar. So so I got a chance to see what life was like on the other side of the fast-paced world of non-human observational experiment murder real estate. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, coming to you this week from the home offices of Yonder Real Estate. And I'm joined this week by one of their top agents, I'm assuming, uh, Genevieve Crudite. How are you, Genevieve? Mm, hi. <laughs> uh, hi. First off, thank you for letting me uh, interrupt your workday to come in here and just kind of just kind of chat with you a little bit. I'm glad you did. Uh, no one came around today, so I was uh, I was going to paint my toenails. But uh, you popped in, so. Well, I, you know, I can let you get back to that. Uh, I just, I'm... I'll do it while we talk. Oh, great! Do sure, you go mind? Ahead. Yeah, not at all. Please, okay. this is. Uh, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on your. I'm in your home right now. Uh, so, great. Genevieve, talk to me a little bit about Yonder Real Estate. This place is. It's very, very beautiful. But uh, for those of you who who don't know what I'm talking about, everything seems to kind of be the same. So, what are what's the uh, what's the fast paced world of Yonder Real Estate like? Well, I don't know if fast pace is uh, the way to put it, because I'm going to keep it real with you. Um, I've been working here for uh, seven years, and I, I have yet to sell a, a property. Really? Yeah. So I joined this firm, you know, seven years back, and I was like the most junior real estate agent. So they said, you're going to be in charge of Yonder. Just sell as many of these properties as you can. And uh, uh -huh. I haven't sold one. There's been a couple close calls, but, uh, you know, some weird things have happened. Well, before we get to that, would you talk me through uh, or take me back seven years when you joined the Yonder team? Was real estate something that you always wanted to get into? Did you have a passion for it or did you kind of find this as a happy accident? Oh, I come from a family, a long line of salespeople. Uh-huh. Yeah. My dad, uh, ran a, a very well-known, uh, Ponzi scheme and, uh, so I grew up with a lot of know-how, you know? Yeah, it's and, in your uh, blood, for lack of a better term. Yes, it is very yeah. much in uh, my blood. Uh, my mother was a squatter, and, uh, you know, I uh, learned how to sell that property eventually that she, you know, essentially stole, and uh, that was my first sell. I think that's really neat because, you know, I, you're sort of learning the the game from the other side. You know, you're seeing it from the other side and you're kind of taking those 
I don't know, tools, gifts, and you're applying it to to the side you're on now. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's been great. I mean, you can make really good commission and a good living. The issue is, though, if you don't sell anything, you don't make money. And so um, what I've been doing is just, you know, staying in one of the houses. So in yonder. Yeah, I was going to ask. I know that real estate and a lot of salesmen uh, or sales, I should say, it's all... um, I know a lot of sales, it's all uh, commission-based. So with this, you're staying in one of the homes here in Yonder without having sold any. What is your station like here as a real estate agent at Yonder? Are you still a junior real estate agent or are you able to kind of work your way up through the ranks? Uh, I still consider myself a junior agent, but there are, there are no other agents. So it's just me. Would you uh, mind blowing on my nails while, they, while oh, I sure. answer this question to let them dry? Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you don't get out of the junior status until you make your first sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's going to be, you know, I'm waiting on that. I'm waiting. And I would love to show you one of these homes because I think you'd fit in great here. Well, looking around, it seems like you have a really, really great product. Yeah. I mean, this is everyone's dream house. It's got walls, paint on the walls, a picture TV. of the house on the walls because it's a beautiful house. Yeah. I don't, I I think having a picture of your own home inside your home is something that enough people don't do. Cause I think you should have pride in your house, you know, put up a picture of it, put up several pictures of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. People think it's strange to have a naked pictures of yourself in your own bedroom. And I don't understand that you should be, that's your bedroom. It's exactly what should be in there. And that's your body. It should be celebrated. Not just for, no, for nobody else. Genevieve, you do that. You do that for yourself. Yeah, but if I mean, if you want to buy some of the pictures, I I'm open to selling them. If Is, do you do that on the side? I do what I can on the side. Got to make a living. You know what I mean. I don't have to hey. pay for any food though. They they drop food off. Yonder real estate does. Yeah, yeah. If you buy one of these properties, you never have to go grocery shopping, and there, in fact, is not a grocery store in mm-hmm. the town. There's no stores. Well, I, yeah, I noticed that you know the 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 neighborhoods where these homes are much like the yonder real estate office because I tried to to find this place several times and I I kept showing up at this place. I thought I was wrong, but here I am. A lot of it seems to be the same. And some things mm-hmm. that I've noticed about the yonder neighborhood is like you said boxes of food show up. Boxed babies come in and you had mentioned some weird things happening around mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. office. So you know what, Adam? Uh, think of it like a resort. You know, like an mm-hmm. all-inclusive resort? Yeah, It's yeah. like that. It's like a resort for your future. You don't have to buy food. You don't have to buy babies. You just buy the house. I get a commission. I'll throw in a couple pieces of the artwork. And your life is set. Like an all-inclusive. It's an all-inclusive life choice. And also, Adam, I want to mention, um, you're not going to be able to get out. What do you mean? Like, I'm not going to be able to get out of a contract or anything? Because these houses are really nice, but I might. You're not going to be able to get out of Yonder. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't mention that earlier. Well, I can imagine that might be a bit of a sticking point for people looking to buy a home here in Yonder. Because I'm not saying that's a deal breaker for me, but I can imagine somebody moving here for the first time might want to leave Yonder at some point. So does that sort of drive a lot of sales away? Yeah, because uh, everyone who comes to check it out. They, they never leave and I never get to make that sale because yeah. uh, I signed the paperwork off the property. And honestly, that's my fault. I should have just had him sign the paperwork. 
on the property? Well, I mean, you know, uh, you, I, I would hate for you to think of it as a fault because it sounds like you're just being an honest salesperson. And I think that's that's Adam, I'm going to tell you great. the truth. I can't leave either. So I, you're stuck here as well. I try. I tried a couple times and uh, it became very clear to me that I also don't know how to get out. Well, see, these are questions that I don't think a lot of real estate agents get because, you know, for 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 the most part, it's all about like, oh, this house is sturdy. The foundation doesn't have a crack in it. You know, you're going to love the neighbors. But I don't think enough gets paid attention to in terms of not being able to leave the neighborhood. So Genevieve, I mean, not just for me, but anybody listening who's thinking about buying a home here, talk me through the benefits of never being able to leave the neighborhood of the house you bought. I mean, you don't even have to wear shoes if you don't want to. You know what I mean? You're never, you're never really going to, unless you're taking a walk in the neighborhood, which you're welcome to do, you'll always yeah. end up home. Did you know mm-hmm. that? You don't even have to pay attention to where you're going. You walk and you walk and you walk. By the time the sun comes down, you'll be home. How I think great yonder, is that? That's, I mean, yonder seems to be the physical embodiment of that sign that says, if you lived here by now, you'd be home. Or if you lived here, you'd be home by now. I don't understand that sign. I'm going to have to think about that. Oh, I think it's just a fun sign that says like, oh, if you lived here, you'd be home. You could like take your shoes off and relax and stuff. You know, just kind of like, you know. Do I'm going to make home. one of those signs for you? I'll put it in the house. If you buy the house, I'll put the sign. I'll throw the sign in. I'll throw the sign well, in. Now you're, $20. You're making it hard for me to say no to this because I like that sign and I like these houses. I do. I do like these houses. And I also want to remind you that uh, you're not going to be able to leave. Yeah, I'm thinking about that, Genevieve, because on one hand, Ms. I- Miss Crudite, like please, please. I'm sorry, Miss Crudite. Thank you. On one- <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Crudite. Yes, on one hand, it would be nice to, you know, go visit family and friends and stuff. But on the other hand, I do like to not leave the house. Yeah, you're going to like it here. You don't ever I have think... to leave. Do you like freeze-dried shrimps? Oh my God, I love freeze-dried shrimp. You're going to like it here. You're gonna oh like it. Oh my god! Lot. Really? Yeah. Uh, you're hitting all my. We I got like a lot of freeze dried foods. Uh, my favorite is the shrimps, but um, yeah. we've got a lot of a lot of different kinds of food. We've got uh, medications if you need them. I we do. got sh- toothpaste. Do you like toothpaste? I love brushing my teeth. Do you like the freeze dried toothpaste? It's the best. Crest is overrated. That's right. So if you think about it, you never have to worry. You never have to want for anything ever again. See, this is tough because a lot of homes don't do that. I, oh, Miss Crudite, I don't know what I'm going to do here. Well, it, I, while I'm making up my mind, talk to me about the Martins. I see a lot of Martins walking around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, you know, th- there's no one else here. You, you're, you're running the show, but are these interns? Are these guys learning how to you know, the ins and outs of the real estate game. What, what's going on with the market? It's a little bit tricky. How do I explain this? Um, okay, let me think. Let me, how do I explain this? If you get a baby in a box, you raise the baby, the baby becomes a button. Well, I think that's that pretty much, that's, yeah, that's that makes the, sense. That's the best way. And I would say, uh, don't worry about Martins. Yeah. You know, it's best not to make eye contact. Sure. Uh, and if you do, uh, what I find works is to make a low hissing sound, like a, and just gently back away. Okay. You know, a lot of my friends who gave 
who had natural births with their children, they tell me the same thing with theirs. Don't look at them. And then <laughs> if they want something, just hiss at them. Gently back away. And you know what I'll tell you? Getting a baby in a box hurts a lot less. I never had a baby. I can only imagine. But I'll tell you, it's a lot easier coming out of that box than my box. You know what I mean? Well, as an employee of Yonder Real Estate, uh, Ms. Crudite, are you, are you able to... Uh, to ask for what you want? Are you able to say, no, I don't want the baby in the box right now. I just want the food. Uh, you know, is that part of like the employee discount employee benefit program? Uh, no, there is no such program. I have raised several children while living here. Oh, so, okay. So you've, you've raised seven. You've, you've, you've been a, in a way a mom seven times then. Yeah. I have seven Martins. One each year. And, uh, I thought that eventually that would help me get out of here, but, uh, it hasn't. Because I haven't I, sold a house. I know what you're telling me is very difficult, but I, Ms. Crudite, I would be lying if I said I wasn't thinking about George Foreman in this moment and how George Foreman named all of his kids George and all of your sons are named Martin. And I, I know that I know that's maybe not appropriate to bring up right now, but I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't thinking about it. I'm going to be honest. I never call any of them by their name. I say you. I uh, mm -hmm. never really had a great relationship with any of to be honest yeah but uh, i always did the best i could and i think uh as a mother that's all you can do it absolutely is it's all any mother could do and i don't know if you feel this way about not having a great relationship with your martins but I, you know i think you did the best you could and i think you should take a little bit of pride and a little bit of comfort in that you know what that's very sweet do you want to yeah. move into my house with me adam well now we're moving in together well, uh, I was thinking is, I, you move into the house. I'll transfer the lease over to your name. Indirectly, you buy the house. I become a senior agent. And hopefully that means I can find my way out of here. See, I like helping people. And I've always wanted to enter into a, like a legally binding agreement with somebody I just met. So you're making this deal pretty sweet. I mean, I could teach you the ins and outs of the Ponzi ways. And then maybe you could do the same thing. You could sell the house. You could sell the house to someone else. See, I, again, I don't know why I just feel so open with you, Ms. Crudite. It must be because I just it's feel a sense artwork. of comfort. It is. I mean, look, at first when I saw your artwork up in the wall, I was a little taken aback, but now I've come to appreciate it and I've come to appreciate the pictures of the house. Like, this is all really nice. And I would, again, be lying to you if I said I didn't want to get into a Ponzi scheme. I'm, I don't know why I'm confessing all this to you. I'm going to pull out the paperwork. Hold on. Let me put my shoes back on just to make it real okay. formal. Sure, yeah. Here we go. Okay, so here you go. You sign your life mm -hmm. away. You never get to leave the town. You can have freeze-dried okay. shrimps. You raise a baby that comes in a box. And eventually you might die of radiation, okay? Well, I mean, that's going to happen to all of us. You know what? I like this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign some of this. I, it's the freeze-dried shrimp that's really getting me. Uh, <laughs> Great. I love the freeze-dried shrimp. And also, I want to help you make a sale because I just like helping people. And uh, Miss Crudite, you've been nothing but accommodating and kind. And I, I can't thank you enough. I'm so pleased. Adam, the shrimp might kill you. Aside right here mm -hmm. and right there and right okay. there and right there. And you know, excellent. Oh, this is great. I feel really good about this. If people are looking to get into the yonder real estate game, Ms. Genevieve, how can how can somebody go about doing that? Well, I would tell them to contact you because I'm freaking out of here. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, she's packing up her stuff and leaving. You know what? That's probably part of it. It's probably days over, I would imagine, right? Uh, you don't mind people calling you Martin, do you? 
ah, I've, I, Martin Scorsese is one of my favorite directors. So no, I don't mind. Excellent. Here's a name tag. Here you go. Wow, it says Martin on it. Well, uh, keep Ms. the Crudite, artwork. Keep all the artwork. I appreciate you coming by. Uh, you know what? I'll lock up, but it was a pleasure meeting you. Bye. There she goes. Wow, she's out the door. Well, better get to work. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself, Nate DeFort, and Ryan Countshouse, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by James Mulholland. And as always, we want to give a very special thank you to our old pal, Mark Nashon. I want to give a big thank you to Shilpa Das for coming by and playing Genevieve Crudite or Miss Crudite, depending on how professional you want to get. If you want to know more about Shilpa, you can find her on her website, theshilpadas.com, or you can find her on Instagram at shugd, S-H-U-G-D. If you like the show and you want to support us, go to www.patreon.com slash dead, where you can find new weekly bonus content only available to our Patreon patrons. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Michael McMillan. I'm 6'1", and I'm based in Los Angeles. Ever wonder what life is like for the working Hollywood actor? Every week on Slate Your Name, I sit down with actors, creators, and performers to find out how they're coping with the highs and lows of the entertainment industry. Hear Crazy Ex-Girlfriend's Rachel Bloom talk about struggling with auditioning. I think they just weren't good auditions. The feedback from both was like, I was very green and not good. How Tom Everett Scott booked That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks. Here I am going to meet the guy who I basically am like modeling my whole career after. And, and I'm just like, riddled with nerves it's it's one of those moments where you're just like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna sabotage myself how rutherford falls has janice schmeeding broke into the comedy world one way i was able to sort of do that is by sort of giving comedy this space in my life that was just a hobby and more join me every tuesday for slate your name from campfire media and available wherever you get your podcasts Campfire.